This is a hat trick podcast. Oh, Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, listener. Welcome back to London Pub Reviews, the popular pub-based podcast. And there's more great alliteration like that to come this week. If you like alliteration, who doesn't like alliteration and why not? What the hell's wrong with you? Let's go directly to the swimmer at the Grafton Arms, 12 Eburn Road, N76AR, nearest tube, that'll be Archway. Bob Thomas was the swimmer at the Grafton Arms, and he'd achieved his fame in chlorine waters, despite a bushy moustache that must have added drag to his otherwise eel-like aquatic movements. It was a chilly winter's afternoon when I made my approach along Eburn Road, and I noticed a swimmer, later revealed as Bob, who had been replicated numerous times on the illustrated pub sign outside. Surrounding the bar exterior, however, was a large black tarpaulin-like structure that appeared to cordon the building off from an extraterrestrial that had been discovered inside and was now under strict quarantine. But unrestrained by officials in masks and bright boiler suits who may have been attempting to fumigate the bar, I instead wandered freely beneath the large canopy and past bench tables that were being insularly heated by metal devices far taller than I. Once inside the bar itself, I strode across to the servery in the most aerodynamic way possible, offering forth the exact change for my pint of real ale, change that might once have been tossed into the deep end depths of a public swimming pool, before being retrieved from the bottom by a strong swimmer, such as Bob. A small glass cabinet near my wooden bench pew housed various newspaper clippings and photographs of Robert Thomas's aquatic accomplishments, and a pair of well-earned medals were preserved inside as well. If I hadn't urged my mother to write so many sick notes on pool days, I thought, I could have persevered with my lessons, and emerged at the other end with damp, matted-down hair and a pub named after me, where I could drink like a fish or like a swirling piece of thirsty coral. But I was never very good at swimming. And at school, the other boys actually used to twirl their wet towels and flick them at me in the changing room. And this is why I really had to take my hat off to Bob. He'd absolutely triumphed, where I, for the most part, uh, had failed. Looking towards his commemorative cabinet, as if through misted-up plastic swimming goggles, I raised my glass and whispered, Here's to you, Chief. Here's to your exceptionally large feet with rigid outstretched toes and to all the many beach towels you've dampened. I consumed a few more pints of most delicious ale, tempted at times to drown my sorrows in the pools of condensation from each clean glass. But first I felt a wee to be in order, so I made my way through the bar towards the toilets, hoping to sit upon the same plastic seat as Bob, even though my need to dispense clear urine could have been easily met from a standing-up position. Emerging a short time after, my attention was suddenly taken by a large stuffed otter in a glass case mounted on the wall. It was baring its teeth and possibly laughing or singing as it stood on a log of sorts. 
and some grass shoots and little plants were nestled around its enclosure to make it feel more at home in a pub full of carbonated alcoholic drinks. I stood there for a time peering at the dead little critter in his public house mausoleum and as I did I saw a tear well up in its eye. It welled and it welled until eventually it burst, silently descending down facial hair that effortlessly merged into the hair of his chest. It was then that I saw the otter's mouth move. Its little furry lips began moving and as they did so too did the rest of its body and it began gently swaying all the way down to its hairy webbed feet. Shuffling closer, I cocked my ear and attempted to make sense of the tune the otter appeared to be singing. It was Many Rivers to Cross. Hey! I cried out. Hey, everyone! The otter! He's actually singing! The other patrons looked at each other sceptically. As did the bar staff at first, but gradually they all wandered over. Even the chef from the open kitchen, who was wiping his hands on his stripy trousers. The otter had become still and silent at that point. But, as they all crowded around its cabinet, I told them how I'd seen his lips move, his lips move. and how he had swayed rhythmically, was rhythmically and was singing Many Rivers to Cross. Yeah, the otter. The entire bar appeared spellbound by this, and they all stood riveted and transfixed and pointing, waiting and hoping to see it happen again. They waited and waited and waited and waited until eventually those on the outer edge of the crowd heard me jimmy open Bob's commemorative cabinet at the opposite end of the bar, and they turned to see me reaching inside to grab his medals. The white bonnet of the police car was quite hot, and as my hands extended in a spread eagle fashion across it, a large, genuine tear ran down my furry, unshaven face, causing a slight sizzling sound when it made contact with the racy, engine-charged bonnet. London Pub Reviews was written and created by Paul Ewan and performed by Tim Key. The producer was Nick Coop, the executive producer was Claire Broughton. Editing and sound design was by Andy Goddard. And it was a hat-trick production. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I chose Stick of the Dump by Clive King. I've chosen Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. I have chosen the book When Hitler Stole Pink Rabbit. I have chosen My Friend Flicker. Danny Champion of the World. The Seven Crystal Balls. The Iron Man. Claudine at St. Clair's. The Guinness Book of Records. I chose Ballet Shoes. And then I came across in the school library a copy of Treasure Island. I was terrified. I'm Janet Ellis, and each week I invite a guest to come and chat with me about their favourite childhood book. They often bring along their own battered copy. It's not at all as I remember it. <laughs> this is a celebration of reading. I ended up reading it to my mum at home every night. Because who doesn't still secretly check under the bed for monsters? I knew that it was true. Harbour secret desires to run off to the circus. Riding like the wind into the purple hills. It really captured my imagination. Twice Upon a Time. 
follow us on Instagram at TwiceUponPod for updates and guest news. I want to read this book again and again and again and again and again. Twice Upon a Time is a hat-trick podcast.